Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Well, I guess we're live. I don't know what day it is, Barrett. Is it Wednesday? Hump day. Feels like a bye week this week for some <laughs> stupid reason. I don't know why. I guess it's because this week 18 game is kind of like just kind of in the way. Is the right. way I look at it between the playoffs and the you know today. It's it's sort of like let's get it over with. Let's get to the playoffs. You know what I mean? Well, like I, I don't know what else is going to happen this week right. except you know maybe somebody that has to play one of the starters. You know, hopefully you know nobody gets hurt. Kind of thing. I kind of I'm kind of looking at this week 18, and it's unfortunate because it's a it's a, a game against the Cowboys. You know, and it's like I, I kind of wish there was more for the fans this week. Otherwise, than a game that, you know, you've already clinched the playoffs. You're going to play a lot of non-starters. You know, it's probably a Minshew game or largely a Minshew game. And it's like, yeah, this is this is the dilemma. I mean, that's a serious dilemma for me because it is Dallas, man. And, I know. You know, I, I just can't I can't wrap myself around losing to Dallas in any capacity. You know, I, I just I just can't do it. Um. I do know this team is too young to sit players. You need to have that, you know, that role going into the playoffs. And, I, you know, that's going to hurt us going into the playoffs. But, you know, at this point, I mean, it's almost like the head coach has his hands tied behind his back. He has to go out there and play, you know, younger guys, guys that wouldn't necessarily play. Yeah, you know, I think it, I think it's actually good that the starters, you know, or a lot of the starters will be able to rest. I really right. do. Well, they'll that. be able to rest, but the only thing about it, there's got to be players like Kelsey, Fletcher Cox, Lane Johnson, guys like Jordan Malata. All those guys got to play. But it's got to be an play? older player. Yes, they all got to play. Oh, I, I think so, man. The entire I, game. I don't think that I don't think that Jordan Malata right now is is at a point in his career he can do that. What do you I mean? know Landon Dickerson is to well, to to have that break in between. They got to keep the ball rolling. As a young player, you got to keep the ball rolling. You got to. Oh, so you stay. think a week off would hurt them? Is what it would saying. it would it would definitely hurt them because okay. they're not mature enough at the, this point in their career to turn it on and off. Their game right. always has to be on. That's interesting. Period. That's an interesting observation. All right. yep. Singleton, he needs to play. T.J. Edwards needs to play. Yeah, but um, well, I mean, who else do they have to back those guys up too? Like, nobody. What, what, you know, what are you going to do? You're going to start our, our buddy Sean Bradley. Well, you're going to have to, but he's on the protocol also. Well, right. Yeah, everybody. So, is, you know, it seems like let's let's go through these names again. Uh, was he added to the protocol, Bradley? Because he, he missed last week's game because he was in a car accident, and they held him out for precautionary reasons. Well, I saw he was on the pro. He was on. The, he was on a list. He was okay. definitely on the list. Because yesterday we had Cox, McLeod, Maddox, Avery, Epps, and Singleton on the defensive side of the ball. And then we had Kelsey, Goddard, Herbig, Howard, Scott, and Stoll on the offensive side of the ball. Um, That's a pretty good list. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Right there. I mean, you know, it's two of your tight ends. It's two of your running backs. uh, It's two of your offensive linemen. 
uh, just safeties. on the offensive side. Yeah, two of your safeties. Uh, you got, uh, you know, two linebackers and a defensive lineman, the best defensive lineman on the team. Right, right. You know. Jadard Avery had the game of his life. He needs to play, but right. he's on the list. Um, you know, if those- he just didn't commit that defensive holding. He would have had a beautiful interception. <laughs> exactly. He had an interception. He would have had a sack. Yeah. You know what I mean? He did have a sack, but, you know, and it was – I love the way they used him in a, um, on that sack also. They ran a 3-3 three, three, uh, defense, three down linemen, three linebackers, and he was standing up over at, um, in the, in the A-gap, and uh, they had um, Hargraves head up over the nose. They had Fletcher Cox out of defensive end, which is a you know a wrinkle in it, and then they right. had Sweat on the other side. Yeah, and what they did was Hargraves like stood up and faked like he was going to rush the center. Uh huh. And then he you know and then Jannard Avery came in and ear hold. I mean he just he just blasted the center, hit him right in the ear hole, and almost knocked him down. And then went on to make the sack because they, it was like a stunt, you okay. know, because um because uh you know Jannard Avery was almost like a defensive end. Went down, hit the center, and then Hargrave looped around. But he had hit the center so hard, he had earholed the center so hard, knocked him off balance, and he was able to go get the sack. Man, that was a wrinkle that I didn't see in um in in their repertoire that they hadn't used. I guess it's their dime situation because okay. it was third and nine. But I mean, that was pretty good by you know Gannon as far as you know dreaming something up, especially with having a uh, Fletcher Cox on the outside at defensive end. And then Hargrave right over the uh, middle of the nose. That was now, a good scheme for him. Now, when did you go see this? Did you take a look at the All-22 yesterday? Of course. Okay. I can't help myself, man. Well, what, what are some of the other observations you had? I mean, I'm, I'm anticipating you have like a whole like a Ray Diddy legal pad sheet with a bunch of bullet <laughs> points on it that you went through that we can knock around for the next hour and 50 minutes. No question, man. I mean, let's e- do even, it. Even in, you know, on the, on the, when they came out from halftime on that long drive. Oh, yeah, the 14-play drive. That was that was a great drive, man. It took great seven drive. and a half minutes of the clock, and they ended up with the touchdown. They had to go for the fourth and goal, right? Yep, exactly. And was that the one that where he got his foot stepped on? Yes, yes. but he didn't just get stepped on by, by Landon Dickerson. It started out that Jason Kelsey stepped on his front side foot first. My goodness. Kelsey stepped on his foot, and then Landon Dickerson um, tripped him with the next foot oh, <laughs> with, man. The, with a second foot and he was able to you know back up backwards and throw the ball out to boston scott on the play it was a pretty amazing in, a really instinctual play you know it just kind of yeah, goes to show you how good he is with his instincts where you know he he knows oh my god i can't turn i i'm just gonna i'm just sort of gonna rotate my body and flip the ball to where i think the running back is right. going to be and he, he, was and he hit him right in stride back. yeah yeah he was falling down yeah. on his back. But then, you know, Dump Truck, that was a great play by him also. It was. To turn his jets on and get to that outside like that and jump into the end zone. I mean, that was a great play by him also. And wasn't you know, that the play where Goddard was out there and also uh, Devontae Smith were, were blocking on the perimeter, right? Goddard, Devontae Smith, yeah. and um, JJ, J-Jaw. Oh, oh, I forgot about him. Man, how did I forget about yeah, him? Come on, yeah, well, how, yeah, how are you going to uh, forget 19, man? Come on now. <laughs> Jay Jaw, he's a blocker now. He's That's he's a right. goal line wide That's receiver. Right. He's essentially an offensive lineman on the perimeter. Right. <laughs> okay, that was drafted in the second round to play have to move 10 to tight snaps end, a game. I seriously yeah. believe they can move him to tight end. Because he and I mean, 
he he's getting a little big now. He's getting a little size to him. Yeah. I can see him turn into a tight end, man. They're making him a tight end. How many tight you know? ends do we need? <laughs> well, we, we, we need we got, more receivers then. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> My goodness. Oh, so but, um, it, you also in the second half they they went to the stretch option play. I mean, a stretch uh, zone play, mm-hmm. and which uh they blocked down with the tight end, pulled the tackle around, pulled the guard around. Right. And that worked pretty good for him. And, and, and they also scoop blocked on the outside a little more and ran to the outside. Beautiful. And, you know, I didn't think that Howard had him, but he had enough gumption to get out there and run to the outside. Usually I want him going north and south. Mm-hmm. But he was running on the outside. He was hitting the hole pretty well. So, you know, it, it was masterful how they used him in the second half as opposed to the first half, just to keep him fresh going right. into the second half, man. Now, John Shelton points out on the stream, and he's exactly right. There's nothing wrong with a nice tight end, Har. Oh, that- <laughs> it's a good point. Um, the other thing, uh, Joey B is uh, going bananas again on the stream. He's just uh, like going. He's got this theme now that I look like a rancher. <laughs> what? Based upon what I'm wearing, I guess, because I have a vest on. Oh, I guess so, the vest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he says, if Harry had a Carhartt hat on, Costner might call him to Yellowstone. <laughs> yeah, I heard a lot of good things about Yellowstone. Oh, that show's supposed that. to be great. I've seen a couple of episodes, and I I love the redheaded uh, his daughter. I think. In the I haven't show. seen it. I don't and know, evidently, she ends up season after season turning into like the character, is what oh, I out. think happens here. Now somebody can tell us on the stream because it does look like a pretty interesting show. I haven't seen it before. Let me uh, let me look it up. Let me look yeah. look, look this person up. Yellowstone, and uh, she was actually in, I believe, season two of uh, uh, True Detective, which was an awful, awful season. It was the one uh, where Vince Vaughn was like the lead guy, and he was terrible. He was like play, playing a real straight, serious, you know, uh, detective kind of role or whatever, and he was terrible. He couldn't pull it off, but she was in it. And I remember her like she's she's compelling, to say the least. I'm trying redhead. to get the cast. Let me see that. Yeah, I forget her name. Somebody, somebody on uh, will know on the stream. They'll get um, it before I. But will. anyway, all right. So, what did you see? Did you see anything in particular that jumped out at you on the play? Since you're talking about that drive, wasn't that the drive where they had the third and fourteen, where Hertz rolled to his right? And zipped one to Greg Ward for Greg the Ward, first Junior. down. What did you see on that play in particular? That it was a scramble. Out? It was a scramble drill, man. And they and they're starting to get a little cohesiveness with with their quarterback Hurts. They were all coming back to the ball, and I love the way you know Greg Ward, being a veteran savvy guy, sits down in the zone and makes himself available. He sits there, and, and it was a great play. It was round. It was kind of like an option route, and he sat down right there in front of him, and you. And he put some heat on it, man. He he throws a hard ball. I mean, everybody talking about he has a weak arm. Yeah, he does. He throws a hard ball, man. Do you remember? Do you remember the one back in Week One where he found Goddard in the end zone for the touchdown? Yes. It was a similar kind of situation where he was rolling right and he fired the ball. Like he does, he can really put it on on a rope. Exactly. When he needs I mean, to. It, it, I mean, straight as an arrow. Yeah. You can see the heat coming off of it. Right. So, I mean, all this stuff about him not having a strong arm, I don't know, man. I mean. Well, the deep ball, It's I think it's more the deep ball that is is in question there. When he's trying to throw like a, you know, a 15-yard, you know, out or something like that or something across the middle, he seems to put some heat on it when he needs to. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. Hey, uh, is this woman's name Kelsey? Uh, Kelsey Asbelli or something like that? What? A-S-B-I-L-L-E. Kelsey Asbelli? Yeah. Well, her name is Kelly Riley. Kelly Beth, Riley. Beth Dutton, I think is the character's name. Also known as Kelly Riley, says Colin Burke. Okay. Kelly Riley. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's it. But I've seen a couple of episodes. And I want to watch it. It's just like I got so much stuff like to watch and I have to coordinate <laughs> this stuff because that would be a show where the wife would want to watch with me. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I can't just, you know, like after the show today, let's say at like 1.30, I'll eat lunch and then I could knock out a couple of episodes. Well, I can't do that because she's at work. Well, see, uh, you know what, man? I, 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 um, I don't know, man. She's a little older too. Oh yeah. Well, so That's, am I. I thought she was younger, man. I mean, Aaron, you know. I'm 56. Yeah. What do you think I'm looking after? Like 20 somethings? Right. I need a mature woman. Okay, then. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. With Kevin Costner. Okay. Yeah. I got you. I got you. I'm feeling you now. And and Joey B is saying he and he's right. Uh, Kevin Costner's character is so, he's sort of like I guess like a Tony Soprano uh-huh. of like the Montana. You know, uh, you know the the range, like well, that on what, the man? range. They, they, you know, what they call it, God's country. Yeah, you know, open, open, open sky country or whatever they call it. Big sky country. Big sky. Country. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's 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 being out there now. I kind of have an appreciation of it now. Mm-hmm. You know, seeing it in all its glory, especially in the winter time. You know, I mean, it's 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 a different way of living out there. You know, it you is. can go. You can go miles and miles without seeing somebody or or or, or being next to them. I'm used to people being right next to me out mm-hmm. there. You you live you got room 15, 20 acres, right? You know what I'm saying? On a small plot, right? Of land, you know, it's my I mean? kind of place. You, look, <laughs> you get the binoculars out and you look for miles over here. You don't see anybody. And you look over here. You don't see anybody over here either. That's I mean, it's it's perfect. That's unique. I don't know, man, because that. You know, living out there, I mean, you definitely earn your keep. Right. I couldn't see going out there and having a generator, have to, you know, go out there and really farm for your own land. I mean, farm your own land. I don't know about that. Well, I don't know about if I'd be farming. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I think I'd be. You got to raise your own stuff out there, bro. Yeah, go to the store. Kill or go be killed. But- go to the butcher shop in Bozeman. <laughs> you know? I couldn't do it, man, because that's I all we talked about. I, was I, wouldn't, about- I wouldn't be ordering seafood, though. Well, you know, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but, dude, um, put it like this. When I went to Montana, I'm yeah. talking to this guy, you know, and he was like, you know, hey, man, you know, you come out here. You know, I went out, you know, hunting the other day and uh, killed me a moose. And said, he said, like, two weeks earlier, he killed him a a, um, a bear. Yeah. And he said, um, so what threw me off was he said, yeah, I got a little bit of I got a little bit of bear meat left. I usually, you know, split it with my neighbors, but I got a, I got a little bit of bear meat left. I didn't know that you eat bear. No, I didn't either. Well, they eat. They had bear meat, dog. And wow. He was talking about eating bear meat. I, I, I didn't have a clue. Yeah, I thought I you kill a bear just to get the, the hide and get make the a, fur. Yeah, yeah, and make a you know. A, so you what put you, like a, a big rug. bear skin rug in front of your right. big fireplace. <laughs> right, that's what I was right? thinking. But he said and, no. He had bear meat. And then you put the head on the wall. Uh oh. Got to turn my phone now. All right, now you got the. Uh, you got the Q. Uh, yeah, I got I got the little fresh sweatshirt on today. Yeah. Why don't little you stand knee. up and let everybody see the front of that thing? That looks pretty there you cool. Go. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. Right. 
That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, man. So, now, were, you know, were you able to get in touch with Preston? Did we have anything set up with him? Or yeah, was he... I, that's why I was trying to log on early, and I had went through the mishap with the computer. Uh huh. Um, he's not. He's he's not aware of what he what his protocol is right now. Oh, everybody's you know what got I mean? a protocol. What are we right. Talking? Oh, we talking COVID, or are we talking him talking about his new job? Talking about the new job. Okay. Um, you know how they're going to be running things up there. Hmm. So in other words, since it hasn't been made official yet, he can't talk about it. Right, right. Yeah, okay. But evidently, you know, this is going to be a hard-nosed type of coaching staff, man. Good. Maybe it's it's exactly what they need. That's exactly what I want. (laughs) Yeah, you know, so you need to be led in the right direction as a youngin', man. No no question. Now, a couple of the guys on the the stream are saying that uh, Bear Stew – Jeff Bone the Bonehead says, you ain't never had bear stew? No, never in my life. Bear and then stew? Eddie Edwards says, bear meat stew. So there may, maybe there is such a thing. I don't know, man. Well, I know venison is, you know, meat. Venison's meat. great. I know. That's I, really I, I good. I ate a venison um, roast one time. It was pretty good. Yeah, um, like, um, like venison bologna is really good, too. And they make it into I a nice bologna. Oh, yeah. I yeah. had venison jerky. That's right. also real good. Well then, you'd but, like the bologna too. If you like, <laughs> if you like the jerky, you'd like that. Yeah, big bear stew recipe. That's a seriously a of, thing. Yeah, I just looked it up here. A stew of bear meat is made similarly to a beef stew. The meat is dredged in seasoned flour and browned in oil, then simmered in beef broth with turnips and all kinds of other vegetables and potatoes and stuff. I guess. Dude, that wow. sounds amazing. Yeah, I mean, I've had the beef stew like this. You know, where you get the, like, the big hunks of, you know, beef. Yes. And you get, you know, the parsnips and the turnips and the carrots and, you know, the potatoes Potato. and all that yes, shit. Yes, yeah. yeah. Yes. And then and it was a nice broth. It's kind of a kind of kind of a heavy consistency broth. It's not a thin broth. It's a yes, thicker. It's a thicker. Almost yeah. like a gravy-esque type yes, of broth. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's, that sounds amazing. So that I guess it's amazing. the same thing. You just swap out, you know, the regular beef for the bear meat. Well, you know what? That sounds pretty good, man. I mean, I've eaten to, alligator. You might, you might need to look into this. Yeah, you, I've eaten alligator. I've eaten squirrel before, and I've eaten rabbit. Yeah. One time my pops uh, talked about, oh, you know, have you eaten possum before? I said, no, I don't think I'll eat possum pops. Um, he and he attempted to go hunt a possum, but you know, he didn't have any luck, and I was kind of glad he didn't have luck, right? You know, but he, he yeah. definitely had a squirrel before. I had Wait, who's, who eats possum? <laughs> Come on, get out of here. You ever, you ever seen one of those things? They're like, yes, the look like a giant ant. rat. Oh, god, long tail looks like a giant rat, but their mouths are huge. I mean, it looked like they can. Yeah, Their businesses look like you can go out there and make something happen, man. Back in the country where I, you know, grew up out in the country, you'd drive at night and you'd see them at night, you know, coming across the road. Yep. yep. And then they'd stop and they'd look at you and their eyes light up like they're like red little lasers. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're the ugliest thing you've ever seen. So, them and raccoon. I, yeah. I heard people eat raccoon also. Oh, I couldn't man, see that man. raccoon either, bro. Uh, no, thanks. <laughs> I, I'd become a vegetarian if I have to eat possum or raccoon. No question. That, that's no for question. sure. All yeah, right. I what else? You could eat bear. Yeah, I didn't you know either. It. That's news to me. So this is what you learn on this show. <laughs> Outside of uh, trips uh, down the field with the Eagles on the All Twenty Two. So what what else you got from that game? Like, was there uh, 
What about the first drive where they ended up getting stalled? They went forward on fourth down. Oh, you know what? It was actually uh, Landon Dickerson actually got his ass whooped on the play. Oh, yeah? That's what happened, yeah. Um, on the fourth down play. Yeah, Payne had beat him to the inside. Okay, Deron Payne. And, uh, yep. and, and, and you know, he, he just got up the field on him. You know, I mean, he just he made a play. Payne made a play. Mm. You know what I mean? He, and we couldn't do anything about it. You know, he beat him so fast, quick in the inside that the running back didn't even have a chance to to adjust or anything. You know, so okay. you know sometimes you get the bear, sometimes the bear gets you. Yeah, and we lost, we lost that play. You know, man on oh man, we lost that play. You know, I mean, everybody else had no. I can't say that because Allen also um, stopped um, Herbie right okay. in the hole. Also, you know, what I mean, he just stood him straight up. And that was a fourth and one at the 24, if I, exactly. if I remember correctly. So that was the one where I'm thinking, you know, you're down 7 nothing. It's very early in the game. You made a little bit of a drive. You got an easy field goal. Your kicker is, is aces. Just put three on the board and let's go. That should have been done. Yeah. And, you know, just thinking about it, man, and looking at, you know, the play they had. The play they had was also a, a slow development play. Uh-huh. Instead of, you know, a QB sneak. Right, he went but a long handoff. The back was like seven yards. I mean, eight yards back. You just can't do that, man. Why don't they run the QB sneak more in those fourth and shorts? I don't know because I'll tell you what. Hurts knows how to run it now. I mean, right. he, he he tucks in behind that left side, and you know he goes like three or four yards on that play. Right, he did it later on in the game. Right, he tucked right in behind Landon Dickerson and 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 Jordan Malata. And he fell. He fell almost without getting touched for three yards. Right. You fall you forward, know? he's going to make two and a half right exactly, there. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You just got to get away from Kelsey because Kelsey's just too small to, to blow somebody off the ball. But you get in behind that left side, man, they'll take you to the promised land. You know, I mean, you know, the, the GOAT has made a, uh, you know, a killing doing those fourth and one sneaks. Yes. Brady's <laughs> as, as good as it, as it gets at that. And, and he kind of hesitates a little bit and figures out where the hole is, and then right, he goes. Right. He doesn't just go in there, you know, blind. You know, right. I mean? you can you see the veteranism in him. Right, right. If that is word, is it Veteran, veteranism. <laughs> I, I like that. I think I think we'll just I think we'll just start that to, today. Right, right. Uh, but what about defensively? Since I mean, you know, Washington moved the football on them uh, in the first half, and especially in these first couple drives, ending up with ten points. Well, you know, I know Heineke was, you know, slinging it all over the place because they didn't have Gibson, really. Uh, what did you see from a defensive standpoint, at least with the Eagles early on, where they were getting uh, they were getting exposed a little bit? Uh, I, I, it, I just showed that it was just a real, real weak game plan in the first half. Guys were playing back too far. They weren't sending the blitz. Passive they, again. Very, very passive. Um, you cannot go out there and think that you can line up in a, in a vanilla defense and think that a uh, you know any quarterback, not just you know Tyler Henneke, but any quarterback can pick you apart because you, you're sitting right there. They didn't disguise anything. They sat back at too deep and 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 just let everything develop in front of them. And he was just picking them off. You know they're running drag routes, uh, in routes, uh, comebacks, and you know it's hard. You know when you're trying to run a, a scheme and they're playing you know zone defense. Guys were just sitting down in the zone, you know. I mean, it, it was just it was just a bad, bad, ineffective play calling mm-hmm. against any quarterback. And if we think we're going to go out there and play against a guy like Brady or, you know, anybody else, we will get tore to shreds in the playoffs if we do that. He's going to have to come with something original, something new. And right. That's why I was so excited to see that three-three defense that they had. 
you know, three defensive linemen and three linebackers. I really was. Well, the old the three three five. That's similar to what they a uh, couple of these college teams have been running for, exactly. for years. Exactly. Yeah. You know, that's actually that's actually the defense that um, that beat up on uh on um that's the defense that Alabama ran to beat up on um, Georgia. Okay. You know, it helped them out a lot. So, and I saw that, you know, it kind of slowed Alabama down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, Cincinnati, Cincinnati did wanted. Cincinnati yep. did it too. Yeah. Now, Jeff on the stream says PA, Pennsylvania, has a large black bear population. I heard in, that. In hunting season every November. And most of the bear hunters actually eat the bear meat. Wow. See, I, never, I, never, I never knew that. Well, how, how big are these black bears? You know, because they're saying they're small, you know. They said, like, because up there, a small bear is 600 pounds. Yeah, that's that's not small to me. <laughs> me, me neither. Okay. You know, I me mean, neither. that's that's like the left side of the Eagles' offensive line, almost. Right. Okay? <laughs> Think about that. Yeah, that's a small bear. Okay, well, we got Mylotta and we got Dickerson here. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> to put it totally in perspective, you know what right. I'm saying? Look how big them two are together. What, what, what do they go, 700 pounds together oh, no, or they, a little more? That's a little about probably about seven oh five right okay. around there, bro. All right, you know, that, <laughs> way to put it in perspective, bro. Exactly. <laughs> oh yeah. man. Oh my goodness. Now they can put away some white castles. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so, so Kevin Savard says uh, three to four hundred. Of the bear are yeah, three to four hundred yeah. pounds, and then Colin Berger says two hundred to four hundred pounds are typical. Okay, in PA, uh, yes. sounds like they would know. Even even still, you know what I'm saying. I'm 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 three hundred fifty pounds. You are That's you're three fifty right now. So if a bear is four hundred, yeah, if a bear is four hundred. He's fifty yeah. pounds more than me. Yeah, and and how tall are you again? Six five. Six five. Yes, I'm not six, wrestling a bear. Six five three fifty, and you're saying no to the bear. Exactly. All right. Okay. Six, five and a half. Yeah, right. <laughs> Put that half on it. Remember, Barrett, all I need to do is outrun you. Right. Okay. <laughs> I don't need to be the fastest man in town. I just right, need to right, outrun right, you. Right. <laughs> I mean, what do you do, man? When you, you, you're going out there taking your trash can out, and there's a mm-hmm. bear sitting there looking at you. They love the trash. Exactly. That's where they go through your trash. You know, I'm, I'm cool with squirrels and raccoons. Mm-hmm. I don't need a bear. I, would, I think there are bears and there's a lot of bears in Jersey too. Well, there's bears in like Bucks County every now and then, or even Montgomery County where you'll see like uh, uh, reports of a bears in ba- in backyards going through trash, you know, yep, and all that yep. stuff. They're just looking for scavenging around for food well, certain I, I, times of year. What's that um, ski place in PA? Everybody goes up to the um, what Jack Frost. No, no, no. Well, well in that area. Yeah. I mean, what is that area big, called? Big Boulder Poconos. 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 Yeah. They say they have a problem. They have problems with mountain lions, also like pumas no, and no, stuff. Now, see that that really gets my attention. Right, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that's that's a that's a huge problem to have, bro. Right, yeah. because like they say, they go straight for your head. Yeah, straight for your head. Like, come on, man. Is that right? Yes, and, it's, and there's a lot of times when people get attacked, like people are riding bikes in Yellowstone. Uh huh. And the and the and the and the whatever they call the puma, the mountain lion. Yeah, knocks them off the bike and then grabs them on the top of their head and tries to crush their skull. Oh God! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw We're, it on a couple of shows that happened. You, you've been watching this on TV, I guess. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. I've been doing yeah. research on it. Okay. What not to do? I'm never riding bikes in a national park. It's yeah. just not happening. 
I was attacked no. by a cougar like that once. <laughs> was it a ginger? It, di- it didn't go so. It didn't go so bad, actually. It's actually okay. All right, we're going to take a short time out. We'll be back with more. Uh, quick three right here on the middle. You're listening to the middle on a Wednesday. And don't forget to smash that like button on the Jacob Media YouTube channel. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Good day, everyone. It's Joe Kraus from the Jacob Media Network here at Neck of the Woods. Uh, so excited to introduce Krause's Coat Check, a cold IPA. It's just an incredible thing. I'm in my 18th year of Krause's Coats and with Brian's help and uh, Frank coming together here at Neck of the Woods. Krause's Coat Check, a cold IPA, was born on this day. We'll celebrate it on January 11th, and everyone is invited to enjoy or to meet and experience the entire Jacob Media team, and also experience Krause's Coaching, a cold IPA. Gentlemen, a toast, I think, to you for producing Krause's Coaching here at Neck of the Woods. Cheers. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Welcome back to the show. Uh, Wednesday, as Barrett loves to say, the hump day thing. Yeah. <laughs> hump day on the middle. And uh, I'm really looking forward to uh, actually the Sunday night football game this week, because to me, it's like really the, the, the game with the most meaning. 
Raiders and Chargers then, you in know, Las and, Vegas. Exactly. Yeah. The um there's so many things riding on that game. And that's that's I mean, that's the big thing, you know. That I mean the playoff lives of, of what? The Ravens, um, you know, both of those teams. Uh, who else is, is par- trying to parlay themselves in Miami? Well, whoever wins to... that game is in. It's yeah. like win or go home. So and, and well, the I Raiders think are whoever a short went... underdog. Well, I home. think at this point, you know, if 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 the Colts lose, both guys are both teams are in, period, whether win or lose. Oh yeah, but the Colts aren't losing to Jacksonville. No. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm serious. They're like a 15 and a half point favorite and I would lay the 15 and a half. Well, I think th- Jacksonville has long since packed it in. Okay. Okay. Well, that's what's up, man. I mean, I I I'm I'm thinking that at this point they've lost the second pick. Mhm. So they might have a little pride in this last game, especially with them trying to play for their for their um, you know, their 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 stand-in head coach. Oh yeah, yep. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm taking the other side of that. I already took the Raiders too, plus the three. Well, I don't trust the Chargers a little bit. But I, I was just listening to um, I was just listening to a, a, a couple um, a couple of um, casts, and they were saying that if you look at how vanilla the Raiders play defense, mm-hmm. that he'll get carved up by that quarterback. You think so? Um, oh yeah, they said that you know they 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 blitz the less of, of of any team in the league right now. Mm-hmm. So you know, I mean, he might have a field day against them. He might, but I don't know, man. I mean, offense for offense, I'm, I'm looking at the Raiders might have a little more gumption at this point, a little more to play for. You know, you could you could see they have a little swagger about them right now. They're playing well, so yeah. They they'd had that little spark after Gruden was fired, right? And then, and then they, they kind of lost, lost it for a couple of weeks. You know, lo- losing to the Giants, they lost to the Chiefs um, and the Bengals all in a row, and then they came back and beat Dallas on Thanksgiving in that penalty fest. Remember that? <laughs> yep. Then they lost to Washington and Kansas City again. Now they've won three straight against Cleveland, Denver, and the Colts. So they're you know they're kind of a hit and miss type team. They lost to the Chargers uh, in Los Angeles, twenty eight to fourteen, early in the year. Um, I don't really know much about that game. I'd probably have to go back and research it. But I just took the Raiders on something small plus the three. And I was all over your Kansas State Jayhawks or uh, Kansas State Jayhawks, Kansas State Wildcats last night. I had them in the pool at like one and a half to two, and last night I took them at seven. And wow. that was that was easy. It was twenty one nothing. I texted you, and then I went to bed. Well, hey, they were crushing them. Yeah, you know, but I mean, that wasn't the LSU team. No. But they still was an LSU team. Well, they're they wearing the uniform. That. Let's just right. put it that way. <laughs> you know, here's the thing: ten years from now, nobody's gonna remember who played or who didn't <laughs> exactly. play for the LSU Tigers. And you can run around saying, you know, remember that time we beat LSU in that bowl game? Crushed we whipped LSU their ass. Right. Right. <laughs> and nobody's going to think, uh, oh, you know, the, half the team was gone. They only had, what, right. 35 scholarship players. I don't care anything about right, that. Right, right. You was know that, that, that Joe Burrow team? No, no, right. I'm Joe Burrow, but man, we beat the hell out of them. Right, team. right. But, oh, they had some draft picks on that team. What are you talking right. about? <laughs> yeah, the quarterback uh, was a, re- a converted wide receiver, I believe. Exactly, that played for exactly. LSU last night. I never heard of him. He was put in a tough spot. But did you see uh, Brian Kelly was in the uh, broadcast booth for yes. a while? 
and I listened to it because I wanted to see if those guys were going to, you know, try to address his whole, uh, the, my family and all that <laughs> nonsense was going on in the video he did. And they did to yes, their they credit. Did. They brought both of them up. And, and to he, his credit, he was pretty cool about it. He was, he was. He's yeah. you know, talking about his accent or, or lack thereof, or uh -huh. he need to get it straight. Oh yeah. yeah, you know, you know, there's a little pandering going on there. He, he yeah. admitted it. He but he admitted, admitted it, and and he said, you know, I'm just trying to acclimate myself to this area. Like I want to, I want to be, you know, a Louisiana. And I thought that was the right way to handle it. Because uh, if he'd lied, we'd have crushed him. Exactly. You can we'd see have through crushed it. Him. Yeah. Exactly. We'll see right so. through it. So. Uh, you know, see his heir apparent, man. Um, they ended up losing to Oklahoma State, but still, though, you know, yeah. Notre Dame's gonna be right back on track. You can kind of tell the atmosphere up there is, is it's gonna be right back up where they they usually are. You know, well, they're not gonna miss a beat next year. I know, you know, Jack Cohn is done. He was a graduate senior, uh, graduate transfer from Wisconsin, I believe. So I, he's not gonna be. He threw for over 500 yards. In that game, all they did was throw the ball. I threw it 60, 67 times, I think. Like, and that's because they didn't have that running back. He opted out. He's a pro. I forget his name, but he's he's a pro. But if they can incorporate more passing and be a team, that didn't look like a Notre Dame team. No, it didn't. But no, if they didn't. incorporate more of that kind of offense, they're going to be able to recruit more athletes. Oh, and that, then there lies the problem. You know, they kind of slowed down because they had a mundane type of offense. Yeah, you know, none of the big name quarterbacks wanted to go there. Well, now they can start. If they start implementing that, they can go get those big time quarterbacks. We'll bring the big time wide receivers and everything else. Mm -hmm. So you're right, man. I mean, everybody it seems to love to play for this guy. You know, they the, enjoy the D, playing. The D for coordinator him. that got yeah, the job. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He seems he seems like a guy that could be a good uh, number one. You know what well, I mean? Like he, he seems like he's like one of them CEO kind of kind of coaches. Yep, and plus Which he gets those guys going. Players coach that that runs just like an um a CEO. Mm -hmm. So you gotta have you gotta have coaches like that. I, I think that um if you look at Big Red, he was that type of coach. You know, right. he's that type of coach. He lets he lets his coordinators and his his position coaches coach on the field. Coach, you know, there some guys try to be too much in, in, in involved in in you know some aspects of what they're doing. Like Doug, I thought Doug was too active you know, in, in certain meeting rooms he shouldn't have been in. You know, sometimes you have to sit back and let your your um your coordinators and, and coaching staff coach those players. Right. You can't be all the way involved in it all the time. But, you know, it works for some coaches like Belichick. Belichick's involved with everything. Right. So, you know, it really depends on your style. Is he is does he get his hands into the offense though with yes. McDaniel? He does. Yes. Okay. He does. Wow. But that you know that's that's you know he was the one that really brought in that two tight end system, you know. Okay. So you know, I mean, when you have a coach that's involved like that, you know, sometimes it's detrimental. But you know, he's been doing it for so long that you know, he, he can do it. It's funny because everybody talks about you know Tampa Bay losing all these receivers, you know Godwin, and now they lost Antonio Brown and and so forth, but they've got all these tight ends. I wouldn't doubt like within the next week or two, Brady is currently doing it probably right now, trying to implement some of those plays from the old new England days with the two tight ends being the major force in the middle of the field. No question. Guaranteed. That's what's no going to happen. And, you know, and, and to be honest, Arians coaches that he, he coached that when he was in Pittsburgh, that's the okay. type of office we ran at Pittsburgh. We had Jeremy, we had Tuman, we had Miller, 
Mm-hmm. We had guys that could play that, you know, Miller was a stud. End. Yeah, he was. He you know was what I'm saying? Stud. So, you know, you know, Heath was Heath was good, man. And he was like the point guy. And then you also had Jeremy Tooman, former, you know, Michigan tight end, who was feasible. He was a blocking tight end, very good at blocking. Um was functional as a catcher, but he was more so a guy that's going to go ahead and do the dirty work. They could put him in at fullback. He was that type of player. So Bruce right. actually coached that type of offer. We ran a lot of um, 12 personnel, but they we ran them in a bunch formation. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, we ran them so – we call it minus splits when it's close to the uh, the offensive line, you know, right next to them, but if they're in a bunch formation. That's hard for a defense to really defend because – you have so much room. If you if you run it close to the offensive line, that means it can you know that's, those are longer routes. It spreads the routes out. If you the farther you put them in the close, you put them to the sideline, it closes up your route selection on the outside of that. But when okay. you put them right next to it, right to the next to the offensive line, they can run routes you know out routes. They can run you know comebacks. They can run everything from that bunch formation next to the offensive line, man. Hmm. So I mean, Bruce will. I, I, I guarantee you, the next game you see the bunch play, there's going to be a lot of bunch formations. A lot of twelve personnel, and they got two really, really good tight ends. And um, you know, uh, with Gronkowski, uh, yeah. you got OJ Howard, OJ Howard, Cameron, and Brait, Cameron, Cameron Brait. Brait. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yep. you're definitely going to see that. Definitely going to see that. All right, NFC East beasts says the Steelers still have a chance to make the playoffs if they win. They get they got Baltimore. Uh, the Colts lose. The Raiders and Chargers do not tie. What do you think the chances of that are? I'd None. say zero, because right off the bat, the Colts there's aren't no way losing. Jacksonville is going. <laughs> Colts aren't losing that game. No, not because all. they have to win it too. Exactly. Like it's different if they were like coming in there and trying to mail it in. If they had their position locked and they couldn't advance or anything like that, man, maybe. But they got to win it, and they're going to win it. Uh, the other thing is, yeah, Joey B says he's saying Nagy is out at as Bears coach. Uh, Boomer Esiason is reporting this. Now, I was seeing some of this stuff last night, and I wanted to get to this today uh, because Jim Harbaugh's name is now being mentioned as the next Chicago Bears head coach. In other words, he leaves Michigan after having gotten them to the playoff. Uh, You know, really, he kind of accomplished a big part of the, you know, the goal that he set out there. He beat Ohio State finally. Got him to the playoff, and now it's time to get out. And get right. <laughs> he accomplished the goal. <laughs> yeah, because, like, they're going to expand the playoffs to probably eight teams in the next year or two or whatever it is. So Michigan, a team like Michigan, would find it maybe easier to make the playoffs, right, Yep. with eight teams. But then if you miss the playoffs and you're Michigan and you're getting eight, nine million dollars a year to coach the team, that doesn't look so good. No. So that like so I, I was listening to some of these people talk about it uh, last night, like if it does get expanded and it's, it's going to eventually and you still miss it, that's a real blemish on your resume if you're a coach at Michigan. Well, you know, it's, it was already tight because I, I really believe they'd have lost against Ohio State. In the mere fact that they lost against Michigan State, he yeah. might have been out of there anyways. Yeah, well, anyways. But if he so, leaves on his own accord, then they don't have got to pay him. Well, yeah, but right? it's, it's not as much as it was. Well, I it mean, it was a lot more than that. No, but I'm saying until that we did the deal. Right? Yeah, he took a pay cut. Yep. 
Yep. He took a, a somewhat of a pay cut. I don't know what, how much it was. He's still getting paid a fortune. Bro, they got plenty of money in Ar- Ann Arbor, bro. Yeah. Plenty of money. Right. But who who would be the next Michigan coach? Wow. The next Michigan. Mm. I don't expect you to have an answer off the top of your head, but I'm just saying, like, you know. I'm trying to think, is there anybody in succession right now that you would say is, a, you know, a competent would you say head coach? Would it be that the guy the pros right now? Would it be Luke Fickle from Cincinnati moving up to that job? Well, man, I thought he was going. Uh, I thought he was going to replace Daly in Ohio State. Day in Ohio Day, State. Yeah. Well, that's because people were think, thinking that Day was going to jump to the Bears to take take that right. job and coach his former quarterback. And I think people well, put dots <laughs> together. <laughs> yeah. That's definitely not happening. But yeah, I mean, you think that um. Is that still a possibility that day goes? I don't think Chicago? so. I don't you don't think, think so? so? No, nah, I don't think so. And you say Fickle going to uh I'm just saying like that that would be a name because it would definitely be a name. Um I don't know if he's the guy, but I'm just trying to think off the top of my head who it would be. Hmm. It's a unique job. Because it's I mean, you get good players, but you and, don't, you know. But the alumni is awful. I mean, they're 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 awfully involved in all this decision making. They want they want Michigan guys. They usually want a Michigan man. Yeah, like yeah. you know. Uh, that, now you know, there is one. Tough, there is one sitting on the sidelines that got into a little bit of trouble while he was at Kansas, I believe. That's Les Miles. I, I think Les Miles is done. You think he's done? Yeah, Les Miles is done. Yeah, maybe. I can't see it. I mean, he's. he's I mean that that. The problems he had at Kansas, they weren't even Kansas problems. Mm-hmm. They were problems from LSU that he was still dealing with. Oh yeah, yeah. They were the problems from LSU that he was still dealing with, and and you know they were they were like you know yo you know you got to give us an account of what what's going on, and he couldn't he couldn't do it, so that's they got him out of there. I mean, it's really no surprise that you know that Nagy gets fired. I you know it's not official yet, I guess, but it's gonna happen. Right, right. He will be the first probably to go once Black Monday rolls around, which is always one of my favorite uh, days on the sports calendar, Barrett. <laughs> Big fan of Black Monday. Yeah, you know, has been rolled. That's that's next week, right? Uh, yeah. That's next week. Yeah. It'll be the uh, the day of the national championship game yes. played that night, right? Yes, it will be. Yeah. Wow. So. Well, what do you mean – you think Doug is still in consideration? I know not in uh, not in Chicago simply because you know that Nagy and they don't want a, another Nagy going up there. And, you know right. they kind of they would probably equate Doug to being a Nagy. Well, yeah, because they're both Andy Reid guys, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Exactly. Isn't that funny how you get like a you get like a stink on you, even though there's really not a stink to be an Andy Reid guy. Exactly. exactly. Right. Like. Yeah. But just because one didn't work out, then they all wouldn't work out. Is the mindset, which I think um, is kind of stupid. You think um, Larry Foote will get a, you know, at least an interview? I have no idea. Larry Foote, you, you know, know he played, more than I would. Yeah, he played linebacker at at, at Michigan. Oh, at he, Michigan, yeah, yeah, yeah. He played yeah. at Michigan, but isn't he like a position coach or something somewhere? Yeah, he's he's the he's a linebacker coach in in um in uh, Tampa Bay. I don't know. I don't know. I think you yeah. need to be a little bit. More experienced, yeah, yeah, something, something. Yeah. or a head coach somewhere else in college, right? Right, yeah. mm. 
But that's an interesting – that will be interesting if that does happen, if Harbaugh goes back to the pros. That, and, would, that would be amazing, bro. That would definitely be amazing. And I know he got to the Super Bowl with the Niners back in 2012, and he had Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. Um, but does his style – with the with the way he is with quarterbacks work today in the NFL I think it'll work very well with Fields in, with Fields you think so very well cuz I think that I think Fields has a better arm than Kaepernick mm. so I I think he can develop Fields into a better quarterback you know what I mean okay um you know athletically they're about the same. I think Fields might still be a little bit better athlete than he is. But, you know, he's just young enough that he can mold him into what he wanted him to be. Okay. Still right now. Uh, there's some people on the stream that want Jonathan Gannon to go to Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> there's a contingent of Eagle faithful that would love to see Jonathan Gannon get that Michigan job. <laughs> How bad is that, man? How wrong oh, is that, man? How wrong just, is that? Look. Can't we just like uh, I, I, look? I'm I'm cool with Jonathan Gannon coming back uh, for another year with three top draft picks on his side of the ball and see what he can do. Well, let me ask you this then. Um, you know, one of my former, he was like a GA when I was with uh, the Eagles, but David Shaw. Oh yeah, he's at Stanford. Yeah, now is he? Is he Ooh, in a place that he can keep his job? Because that's I, an interesting he, one. He might be out of there, man. They went three and nine this year. I know, I know. They were horrible. Kansas State put a one up on them. They did early in the year. Yeah. Yeah, that's an interesting one. I mean, David Shaw, I mean, he, he's been there for, I mean, eternity. So you're saying you know, him he, to Michigan? Yeah, I mean, he, you know, he's ran, I think he's ran his course. So you think he just needs a change of scenery? Absolutely, because I think that he's a style good of football, football coach, yeah. yes, and that style of football fits what they do, in right? Michigan. He does a lot of well, he followed Harbaugh there, exactly, <laughs> right? So it's like a kind of he follows Harbaugh everywhere he goes, exactly. So you know, yeah, he I mean, runs those like uh, three tight end sets and stuff, exactly, exactly. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying he was in San Fran, uh-huh. uh huh, you know, Shaw was in San Fran, he goes up to Stanford, you know, because. Harbaugh goes to Stanford. He becomes the guy. Mm-hmm. Maybe you know. Maybe the logical step is he leaves Stanford and goes to Michigan. Wow. Well, I you know that wouldn't stun me. That's a good name. So I asked I you know. for a name. That's a good one. <laughs> All right. What What was your overall impression of Hertz after you looked at the tw- all twenty two as far as the game? He had a much better game than I thought he did. Much better game than I that, thought he than did. you thought when you just watched the game. Right. Right. He, he did. Okay. Well, now, why is that? Like, what what things jumped out that you you didn't even see, and you watch the game differently than I do, exactly. and most of most of the people listening do. The ball went where it was supposed to go. The ball went where it was supposed to go. He spent time in the pocket uh, when he was asked to pass and, and went through his progressions a lot better. He wasn't seeing ghost. Mm. He was able to step up in the pocket. And his tech, his his um his footwork was a lot better this game, okay. a whole lot better in this game. And that so, could be from him really knowing where he wanted to go with the ball, exactly. And just you know setting his feet and firing it. He knew exactly where everybody was was supposed to be at, 
and that's why he was able to execute the offense a lot better. They didn't have a lot of sacks because he he was essentially putting the ball where it's supposed to go, and if he was in trouble, he would run at the last minute as opposed to leaving um, early. Hmm. So, I mean, that that aspect of his game, I, I think it's gotten a lot better. And plus they ran a lot more play action, you know, um, where, you know, people think that, you know, you run play action to try to fool the defense into, um, you know, the, with, with the run fake. That's not necessarily how a lot of teams run play action and what they run play action for. They usually run play action because they want a solid um, um, passing offense. What I mean by solid is you keep a running back in, you keep a tight end, you keep extra blockers in. Okay. And that's what, you know, that's what they use it for. As opposed to them trying to have a run fake, you'll see sometimes they, they run play action and it'll be a half-assed run fake because they're not trying to get the run fake. They're not trying to fool anybody about the run. What they're right. doing, they want the solid protection. And put the empty know, hand in the belly of the running back for a half a second. They don't even yeah, I mean, just for, I mean, yeah. a little quick, you know, or just, show, yeah. just to get back so he can evaluate what's going on on the field. Right. And that's because the blocking protection is a lot better because it's easier for the offensive line to come off a little bit, a little bit more aggressive, knowing that they have help, you know, usually on both sides. You know, you have a tight end in, you have a running right. back in, you have more blockers in protection. Right, and you then sometimes have two that, routes that back will, you know, do some blocking, and then he'll dart out for like almost like a little screen motion. You got it, Harry. See, yeah. then he'll leak out and do him leak out and do you he'll be a, you know a little safety valve for the right. um for the quarterback, and you know, I think that's what they used the passing game for to get the ball down the field in this last game. Mm-hmm. They weren't necessarily trying to fake the run. They just wanted that solid um, pass blocking offense out there. And it worked out perfectly for them, you know, because the offensive line sets a lot. Um, they set a lot more stern. They're a little more aggressive in their pass sets. And then you have extra blockers in there, which gave Hurts a little bit more time to go down the field. And But the only thing about that, when you do that, you usually have two-man routes that you have to get the ball to. Okay. You know, it's it's kind of easier for the defense to defend it. Yeah, because there's only just, two. Yeah, But it's a two-man route. If you want to push the ball down the field, that's what you do. But they have good enough receivers and Smith, you know, uh, you know, to get the ball down the field on that, too. So, you know, a lot of the times when you saw them with that play action protection, that's what they were trying to do. It wasn't necessarily them trying to run it. They just wanted to show the solid protection that way they can get the ball down the field to their uh, to their weapons. Now, isn't that's one of the more disappointing things uh, from me regarding the Eagles this year is the wide receivers. And I guess I'm I'm saying this because Sirianni, that's his sort of his his area of expertise, aside right. from being the head coach and calling the plays, is I I haven't seen a whole lot of development outside of Devontae Smith with any of the other wide receivers. And also I, I think Quez, I think Quez stepped up a little a lot more than people what people thought he was gonna be. You know, they thought Hightower was gonna be the next guy. Right, and he's but, on the practice squad or whatever, right? right? And and yeah. Quez stepped up, and he's he's the guy right now, you know. And and I think that that's when they when they run those solid protections. Quez is the guy they're trying to go to. Quez is the guy that's the deep threat, and they wanted him to make the big play. Okay, I you need know, more. So. <laughs> I need <laughs> right. more. And the other thing I, I'm disappointed with is any time that they tried to run any of these rub routes, they'd get called for a penalty. Yes, like he had not been able to coach that out of them yet. And that's 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 kind of disappointing too. It's everybody else in the league does it every right, exactly. week. 
and we always seem to that we'll probably extend or we'll try to run through a guy. No, you can't mm-hmm. do it. I mean, you got to absolutely try everything in your body to avoid the guy. Right. And usually you doing that is enough. Right. You're just getting that's in enough. the way. Yeah, that's yeah. enough. They're trying to really rub route. They're trying For like to a really half a second. It's, yeah, it's really no. only like a half a second. <laughs> just that little stutter right there. Gives creates a little separation on the guy that they're trying to pick for to, to get up the play open, and we don't get it for some reason. We want to touch a guy or we want to run through a guy. No, just you know, I mean, you know who was great at that? Ertz. Oh yeah, Ertz was great at running rub routes with people because he would do everything and it's uh, possible to keep from touching the guy. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And 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 that's what made the routes work. That you know, you look in the first game against Atlanta. He ran a rub route with Smith, and he basically did a pirouette and put his hands in there and spun around, and that was just enough to have Smith open up for the touchdown over the top. You just don't you don't need to touch the guy, and I don't right. know why our receivers feel that we have to touch him. They're like you know J Jaw. Yeah, you you you're a big guy, but stop trying to you know pick the guy. Right, they're called rub routes, not pick routes. Right, you know what I mean? And he's trying to pick the guy. No, just leave him alone. Don't touch him. Just get in his way. You you, you know, sound like you sound like me watching a game where I'm always yelling at, at defensive play. And it's not just the Eagles, it's all over all over the league. College football, too, especially. But these defensive backs just can't resist grabbing somebody. They just exactly. can't resist it. It's like I wish I had like if I was a coach, I wish I had like a wiffle ball bat and I just whack him right in the ring <laughs> anytime, anytime it happens. Just annoys the shit out of me. I'm like, will you I mean, keep your you... hands off the guy? Right. You I mean once you've taken five steps, you can't touch him anymore. Right. Once he's five yards past the line of scrimmage, you cannot touch him. And and then it's like they grab right, and then you're like, just let it go. And they, right. and they just leave, they just hold on to it. I'm like, what are you thinking? And it's so frustrating because you know the play is going to be a negative it's, play. It's you going to go for a play, yeah. and it's going to be called back because of right. this. I already see it. We all see it already. We all see it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, man. Well, I was at least uh, ha- happy I had a little college football to watch last night because, you know, there's there's not going to be any Thursday night football well, this week. Well, that's, that's bad. Yeah. Yeah. What's going to get us through here, Barrett? Man, I mean, it's, it's, you know, I got a little Temple basketball tonight, but they'll probably get beat. Well, man, I've, I've asked everybody. I've asked John Clark. I've asked Danny Palmels. You know what I'm saying? Because we have a little Wednesday night basketball going on. You know, first time we got Wednesday night, bas- Wednesday night basketball going. Oh, where you guys play? No, 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 no. I'm talking oh. about um Wednesday oh. night basketball NBA. Oh, the Sixers? No, oh, no, not the Sixers. Sixers played yesterday, right? Yeah, because I watched a little bit of that. You know, too. I and I got some thought. I got uh, some thoughts. Um, the broadcast crew um, was Tom McGinnis. Oh, get out! Yeah, and he was he was doing the play by play, and Mark Jackson was the color analyst. Wow! And I thought they sounded great. <laughs> great, I tell you. Now, who they play? This was this was the Rockets game, I think. Okay, was it the Rockets okay. game the other night. Uh-huh. And I listened in for a for a while. I mean, Bede was going off again and they, they ended up winning the game. He had an unbelievable game. But just listening to it, I'm like, nah, I get, this sounds like Sixers basketball to me. <laughs> I'm not so trying weird. to criticize anybody else that's doing it. Right, but right. 
this sounds to me the way I want it to sound. Well, McGinn is the one of the best he's ever. The, did it, he's man. one of the best ever. Yeah. Now, you know, now, he's that's a radio. why he does radio. Yeah. He's a radio guy. And, and that's cre- why. Right. He creates the scene as good exactly. as anybody. And exactly. sometimes on TV, you kind of have to walk that back a little bit because you're you're watching what is going on. But he's still just so good. And Mar- I think Mark Jackson is really good, too. You know what? He is good. And you know what? It's funny you say that because I was watching – Um, you know, I, I had talked to – last time I talked to, to um, Madden, and this was like maybe 12 – no, I'd say around about 8 to 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. I was with Millen. Right. And uh, he was talking to he was talking to Millen, and he told Millen that when he's doing a game, he's doing the game like he's on radio because mm. he wants everybody to see what he's seeing. Right. Even though they're watching the game, he wants everybody to see the game through his eyes. And that's why he was so explicit in the way he talked and broke down things. Right. And well, it always stuck with me. Right, but I think it's different when you're talking about the analyst because the analyst is talking after the play has happened, right? Describing right, right. what happened and why this happened. Yes. So they yes. can go into those de- those sort of explanations. But as the guy is sort of telling you as it's happening, sometimes on television you got to sort of let some of it breathe, and you can't describe every step of the ball movement because that gets a little obtrusive. I think that's television. harder. I it think is harder. Play by play is harder. Than being a color analyst, I think it's harder on television than it is on radio. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Because you don't have to describe everything, you know. You know, right. first and ten, mm-hmm. once left formation. Yeah, you know, you got pistol formation in the backfield, you know, and then let it play. Right. Yeah. But then after that, you know, how do you, you know, like Merrill? Merrill, you know, describes ten, five, yeah, two, touchdown. You know, <laughs> I think he scored. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. He scored, man. <laughs> Touchdown. All right, we'll take a break. We got one more hour to go right here on the middle. Uh, go for the midnight tears. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Good day, everyone. It's Joe Krause from the Jacob Media Network here at Neck of the Woods. Uh, so excited to introduce Krause's Coke Check, a cold IPA. It's just an incredible thing 
I'm in my 18th year of Krause's Coats and with Brian's help and uh, Frank coming together here at Neck of the Woods. Krause's Coat Check, a cold IPA, was born on this day. We'll celebrate it on January 11th and everyone is invited to enjoy or to meet and experience the entire Jacob Media team and also experience Krause's Coat Check. A cold IPA. Gentlemen, a toast, I think, to you for producing Rousey's Coat Check here at Neck of the Woods. Cheers. Cheers. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Welcome back to the show, hour number two of the middle. And um, I wanted to get to this thing where Jalen Hurts wrote the letter yesterday. Did you see any of this, Barrett? No. Yeah, Jalen wrote a letter to the Washington football team. It was a to whom it may concern letter. And uh, it was regarding that uh, railing collapse right, situation, right. which he was uh, luckily – unscathed uh afterwards and he wrote a letter to to washington's you know basically saying that uh you know somebody needs to look into this and make sure it doesn't happen again and all this sort of thing and um there was some controversy as to whether all the people that fell were attended to or at least offered you know uh some assistance you know, or hey, you guys all right? Do you need somebody? You need uh, somebody from the, you know, you know, the EMTs to you know look you over before you leave. That kind of thing. And there's some Eagle fans that were involved in this. Two or three of them that said that nobody from the Washington football team or the security uh, gave a shit whether there was anything wrong with them. They just basically get said get the f off the field. 
I'd have sued the heck out of them. Well, right? I think that's coming because right. <laughs> there's two or three of these people, and I, I, I could find their names because I was reading it last night. A uh, couple of people from South Jersey, I think, uh, were, you know, they got some minor injuries. You know, one guy's got a little tingling in his arms and, you know, his, his back hurts. And I, I mean, there's yeah. going to be some sort of a lawsuit no, coming. No question. No yeah, question. No doubt about it. And, uh, but Hertz took it upon himself or he and his agent or whoever came up with the, the verbiage of this letter to send it to Washington to basically say, hey, you know, what are you guys doing about this? This can't happen again. And apparently they're, they're saying that they've gone through, you know, and, and restructured the, the exit, I guess. So it won't happen again. Apparently it was like their, their excuse was, which is really no excuse was that it was like a handicapped access area. What? Yeah. Something like where it, where the, the footings were not, put into cement in other words it was almost like a temporary kind of a uh wall if you will well that's even better that's that, that means you didn't take the proper precautions well right plus safety. plus the the fans were allowed to go down there by the security apparently and congregate right you know on the edge of it right so you know right. Like eventually there's like the people that were up at the front were like, oh, man, this isn't safe. But by then there's people behind them. They can't get out. Next thing you know, here comes Hertz and people start surging forward to say hello or get a photo with their camera over the edge. And next thing you know, the thing collapses. That so, was crazy, man. Yeah, it was really nuts that he did not get touched. Wow. And that nobody just, got seriously hurt. I mean, you know, any of the fans or anything. But but, but still, though, man, for them to give that lame excuse, number one, is, is grounds for them to, you know, they're gonna they're gonna have to pay a little bit. You can oh, believe yeah. that. You oh know? yeah. But um, you know, you know, I, what another thing I want to discuss about, you know, this upcoming game, um, and I, I was just watching, you know, a show about this. Aaron Rodgers is 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 says he wants to play in this last game. So at this yeah. point, he's preparing like he's going to play this last game. Right. And he's got and this broken toe. Right. Right. And it's all about the momentum of going into the playoffs. Well, they're going to have the buy. See, that, that's the difference, though. They do have a buy. And I think he doesn't want to have like two to three weeks exactly. where he's not doing anything until he plays again. Exactly. Uh, you know, where they play, let you know, whoever they whoever they would get. I don't, I don't even know who they would get. But he gets off to a slow start in that game. Because he's been off for two weeks, three weeks. Exactly. That's he a, different, that's he, a little he, different story. And he can't, he, you know, he, he can't turn around. He can't, you know, just not be, you know, I had it happen to us, you know, my, my, um, it was Ben Roethlisberger's first year and he ran off like 14 straight games. He won 14 straight games in a row. Mm -hmm. And we're going, uh, we made it to playoffs. And the week before, you know, the, the last week of the season, we had the bye. We won, you know, we're number one seed. We had to buy. But the week, you know, the week before the buy, they still rested everybody. And they were rusty. Everybody was rusty that next game, you know, but we ended up winning anyways. Right. And it kind of threw the, the momentum off of that season. Then we got to the championship game, you know, and long story long, you know, the, the uh, Patriots cheated and they ended up winning, you know, beating us and then going and beating the Eagles, you uh -huh. know. So that's why I'm always under the impression that you need to go in with the same momentum that you left the season with. And I remember Dallas in Dak's rookie year when he and, 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 and Zeke 
were playing at an all-time high. But then they rested, lost to the Eagles, went into the playoffs, and then they lost. Okay. So I think there's a lot that comes with playing and getting in and having played the week before and keeping that momentum. You need to do that. Okay. So I don't, that's another reason why I don't want to – I don't feel as though they should rest anybody. I mean, you're, you're a football player. You play football. Right, right. You can't you can't separate yourself from injuries. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen, no matter when. You know, I understand. Right. You know, you, you you it's it's tough not to tempt fate and not play, but I just feel as though you, you your body you, you got. Well, what, what about what about they play half the game? I can see that. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. I yeah, mean, that play, that would play the first half because it would be nice to see this offense, right. the starting offense, get off to a, a start here and score some freaking points, in, you know, in their first couple drives, which they haven't done in weeks. A lot the um, the um, like the second to the last playoff, I mean, um, preseason game, right? Where the starters right. play a whole yeah. half. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. There, there's a lot to be said with that. Yes, I, I, I definitely Especially want. Especially since Dallas says they're they're bringing their starters, so exactly. they, this would be. You know, like, let's go for a half and let's see this offense, you know, put up 10, 15 or 14 points before they exit the game. And then sit it down. You know what yeah. I mean? And then sit it down. I'd rather that happen than to go in without playing at all and being. I agree with that. Like that I'm week. with you on that. I, 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 I'm I, down with that. I could I could deal with a half. Yep. Um, here's the thing from the Washington team official said that the area where the fans were congregating was for people with disabilities. Now, you know, that there's those areas, they're kind of like, a, there's no seats, but they can like put a wheelchair in there, uh-huh. you know, and they're, and they're kind of like right near the, the exits. So they're yep. not, there's nobody in front of them and they can yep. see, but there's, it's not like an area where there's any benches or anything. Right, I, right, I've, right, right. I've, I've been like an I've, open area. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. And he says, uh, designed for wheelchair access and that the railing is not load bearing and is therefore not designed to withstand hundreds of pounds leaning onto it. Members of the group contend, however, that they were granted access by security to the area and that there was no signage indicating it was a restricted area. Now, right. all that kind of stuff there. WFT going to have to pay. No question. Yeah. And as they should. Yeah. But that's all BS anyways, man, because anytime you have a structure like that, it has to be weight bearing. You're just not going to have a structure there that, that I know. you know, can't hold. It makes no sense. None whatsoever. You know, yeah. so, I mean, regardless of that, you know, they're 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 going to get uh, they're going to get fined or they're going to you know, they're going to have to pay. They're going to get sued. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And th- that place is a total dump. It is it gone. Is, like it was never really very good. Because <laughs> I was in it, I was in it back in the mid '90s when it shortly after it first opened, and uh, it wasn't it wasn't great. Uh, but since then, it has really like fallen into d- decay. Like where they right, literally right. have like pipes bursting and leaking, you know, into like the suite area and stuff what? from above. Oh yeah, and then the press box there, and the press box there is the worst, especially for the like like the visiting. Um, Play by play, like where like Merrill Reese and them have to go. It's uh, like behind the end zone. I heard and it's in the worst place you could it, call it, a game. Right, from. and there's a the overhang is so like large. 
you can't see any of the scoreboards or the video boards from there. And it's really hard to get a depth perception of like beyond the 50 yard line, the other way, it's the what yard line they're on. Like if the guy, you know, gained five yards or even uh-huh. gained 10 yards, it's really hard to tell. It sucks. Wow. Yeah. Well, I heard it was the worst in the, uh, in the business. Yeah. It's, it's, it's bad. <laughs> it really is bad. So, so uh, luckily though, none of those people were really severely hurt though. Right. You know, which is kind of amazing when you watch it, when you watch it again and you're like, Holy shit. Bro, they literally fell like eight feet. Eight to ten feet. Yeah. Yeah. Onto the railing. And then there's Hertz just standing there, like whoop. Right. <laughs> like <"Whoop." laughs> then he starts picking he, people up. He he acted like he was just, you know, dodging a defensive tackle in the in the pocket, you know. Like, right. <laughs> now, did you see this? I just saw this before the show. And we also have to get to this very strange. A uh, very strange story of a woman, some model named Stephanie Mato, who has a very unique way of making a living. Uh, but I, I saw this before we started, and this got my attention. Crossing Broad has a piece up here that uh, Mike Missinelli, our buddy and former colleague, is launching a cooking show. Oh, get out. Yes. Now, Barry, you might want a guest on this. Yes, no now, question. I know how lo- you love cooking. And he's going to apparently have guests on this periodically, I guess. Um, let me see here. Where does it start? All right. The inspiration behind, quote, Mike Miss, the everyday cook, end quote, derives from his childhood. Mike will showcase his passion for food and cooking, as well as chronicle the journey. You always got to work the way the word journey into things nowadays. <laughs> you know, because yeah. it's all about the journey, right? Enjoy the ride. Right. The, journey. the show will take viewers through the dishes, inspiration, preparation, and relative stages of cooking. Each episode will feature him talking about his favorite food experiences. He'll share family dishes and stories behind them. There will also be a dash of sports talk thrown in. The show will combine entertainment, education, and interaction. Uh, Mike wanted to create something lighthearted, yet uh, still share his real experience as an everyday cook with no trained culinary experience. Uh, They're going to be doing TV specials, virtual events, as well as live audience events across the Philadelphia region. Mike will invite Philly area VIP guests like Barrett Brooks, to help prepare meals and talk about their own cooking experiences on theme shows. What do you think about that? That sounds amazing, bro. I need to do that. I think you need to get involved in that. Uh, I'm, I'm uh, you know, I might have to call Mike up. Now, what would you, what would you off, what would you like suggest Mike and you cook in your episode? Like, what would, like, because he's going to ask you, like, all right, you want to do this. What's your, what's your thing? Well, I mean, since it's football season, man, why not make just some 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 my rendition of buffalo wings, man? Okay. And I make it pretty well. See, when I when I make my my uh my buffalo wings, I um all I do is uh take the chicken wings and I put a little garlic on them and uh-huh. throw a little flour on them, and then I fry them. Just garlic and flour. Then I fry them. After they're finished frying, I make um I make this this um my my buffalo sauce. Right. Now what I do is I take. Uh, um, 
take butter, like a, a whole stick of butter or two two whole sticks of butter, All right. which is a half a pound of butter. And I um, I melt it down and then I put um, garlic in it, minced garlic, a bunch of minced garlic. In you there. love the garlic, man. You're a big oh, garlic. You're a garlicsman. Yes, yeah. I love garlic. Yeah. So I put a bunch of minced garlic in it and I let it simmer until it turns brown. And it takes on, you know, that the butter takes on the, the flavor of that, that garlic. So it's starting, man, it, it smells amazing. Huh. And then I take, um, you know, those those um, those packs of, of ranch dressing, the, the powder packs of ranch dressing. Okay. You take a powder pack of ranch dressing and then you take these, you take a little, one of those little sasson packs. It's like a red, um, it's like a red seasoning sasson packs. It's in the, in the orange. Um, it's Not Vidal Sassoon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, little me. They're little bitty packets, and I add a packet of the, of the ranch and a packet of the um of the sasson, and then I, you know, fry it and mix it up together. Right, and then I add the hot sauce in it. Okay, so the hot and, sauce you know, is last. So yeah, so the the um it starts to thicken up because of the ranch yeah. and the sasson seasoning together. Then you add the hot sauce into it. You know, you add about you know what hot sauce now? Does it uh, is there a special kind that you use? Not really. I mean, I I use red hots. Um, I, I mean, what I, Frank's red hot? Is yeah, that Frank's red hot? Okay. You know, and you put probably about the amount of butter you put in there. Put about the equal amount of but um hot sauce in there. Mm-hmm. And then you know, let it cook for like one more minute. And then you take the wings, you pour it over the wings, and you um mix it up. You pour it over that wings. Unbelievable. Dumb. Unbelievable. Try it. Um, the stream. Wow. Try it. You'll love it. Try it. You'll love it. I guarantee you. All right. Now there's uh, some good ideas here on the stream. As a result, as you would know, as you would figure, um, they want to get you and D Gun on there. Oh yeah. Now that got me thinking, like maybe you and D Gun should trump Mikey Miss and just start your own show Bro, between that, the two of you guys. You guys wouldn't even need any other guests. That would be unreal. Yeah, because we both it would it, we'd be cooking together, but it be, it seemed like we were competing, right? But we're not competing, right? You know what I'm saying? It, it's, it's, you know, that what would mean? be that would be cool. <laughs> but it would take too long for his stuff because you know he likes to smoke his stuff. You know he okay he, he's, more he's of a slow of, cooker. Yeah, he's a slow yeah, cooking okay. type of guy. Me, right. I like to get in and get out, make right. it happen. Right. But yeah, um, you know, do you watch the cooking shows like those? Like I'm talking about the not the Food Network ones, but the ones like on like Fox where they have like these timed events and everything. Yes, like I do. You like that stuff? I love it. <laughs> I love. It. I watch it all the time, man. I also watch. I also watch the the uh, barbecue shows. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Pit Masters. Well, that sounds like a, a D-Gun show. That's too. a D-Gun show, yeah, but I yeah. love watching them too, man. I love watching them too. I get so many ideas from it, man. So many ideas. Wow. I love it. Crystal's is pretty good. Crystal's Hot Sauce is pretty good. I like Crystal's, man. Crystal Hot Sauce? Yeah, Crystal's Hot Sauce. Yeah, okay. man. They say it's the, he said it's flavored water. No, I mean, it, it tastes all right, man. Well, it tastes right in my, um, in my wing sauce. It tastes right uh-huh. there. But man, we we have a very educated and informed chat, man. Because some people on here said, "You see what's in the sasson packets." I I don't want to see what's in the sasson packets, man. He said it's nothing but artificial flavoring and colors and stuff. Oh, is that well, right? I, I, I well, my mom's like probably saying the same thing right, right. now down in Florida, <laughs> but she's not on the stream. She's probably saying, "Barrett, don't use that sasson. It's all artificial." <laughs> yep, guaranteed. 
She'll she'll call me after the show. You got to tell Barrett to stop using that stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, uh-huh. man. Yeah. But man, it, it's that wing sauce is. I have people come by. In fact, um, my daughter over the summer, she had me make the sauce for her, and then she took some shrimp. She fried shrimp, and she okay. put the sauce inside the shrimp. I'm over the top of the shrimp. Yeah. And she brought over me to taste it. It was amazing too. So now I make shrimp the same way. <laughs> but you don't put up, you don't put, you don't season, you don't season the um the chicken. You just put garlic on the chicken. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Just garlic, garlic powder on the chicken because it, it's enough season. You don't want it to be too salty because once you add the other ingredients, you know, the sauce, it'll make it too salty if you already put um seasonings on the wings. That's why she, you just put garlic powder. I used to love garlic. Okay. Until I married my wife, who is anti-garlic. <laughs> She's anti-garlic? She's anti-garlic. And she could tell if I had just a just a hint of garlic on something like in it. If I took a sip, like of some sauce, right? Uh-huh. And it had a little garlic in it. And I came home, she'd smell it. <laughs> she knows. It's almost like smoking. Like, it could never get away with smoking. Right, like, right, like right, right. Even even just, like, taking a couple puffs of somebody's cigarette. Like, it would be in my... She'd smell it as soon as I walk in the house. Yeah, so she's like anti-garlic. Drinking. So now I don't eat it anymore. But I loved it. I used to love it. I I, I love garlic. I got to eat garlic, man. I love garlic. Yeah. Got to have it, man. I don't know how I can make my sauce without the garlic. I mean, you, you ever eat, try it without the garlic? No. I, Is there a garlic substitute? Um, no, no. <laughs> garlic is garlic is garlic. Yeah. What was that garlic stuff that old Larry King used to peddle years ago? Garlic. Mm, garlic. Was like, I Man, thought that yeah. was for like um like you know uh, stomach issues and stuff. Oh, was it? Yeah, uh, okay. I think. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe that's what I should try. <laughs> all right, we didn't get into this yesterday. Um, and then I took a look at it, and it's it's not all that interesting, but it's hard to believe that there are 32 walk-offs this year in the NFL. What do you mean? Walk-off wins. In other words, the final play. Final play, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 32 of them. Oh, damn, that's a lot. That's pretty man. amazing. Yeah, it is. None of them involved the Eagles. Because <laughs> I went through, they gave, they give you the list of every game. Um, There have been 15 wins in overtime. That's crazy. That That is nuts. Um. And 32 on the final play of the game. And a, a bunch of them involved, like, the, the Lions and the Vikings. Like, you know, those two teams have been involved in a bunch of them. I'm trying to remember what might be the best game. The Lions getting their first win. Oh, yeah. yeah that was yeah. That's number one on this list. What it was one just this last week with um, the Raiders. The Raiders and uh, Colts. Last second kick. Oh, right, right. Yeah, I'm sure that's on the list. Yep. Uh, but both Vikings-Lions games are in the top five. Wow. And I'm trying to remember this Buccaneers-Bills game from a couple of weeks ago. In Tampa, the Bucks won 33-27 in overtime. Tom Brady found wide receiver Brashad Perriman right, right, on right. a shallow cross for a 58-yard catch-and-run TD that ended the game. 
That's well, that's um, number two. What about um just as last week was the Bucks and the Jets was the last second win too, right? Uh, yeah. The Bucks and Jets. I don't know if it was the final play, but it was it was uh definitely a last second. What was the other one you're talking about? Raiders, right? Yep, the Raiders and the uh, Colts. Raiders and the Colts. The Cowboys are in here a few times. Then beating the Patriots in overtime in week six, 35-29. Raiders over the Ravens in overtime. Let's see, you're talking about Raiders Colts, right? Then the Steelers, the Steelers beat the Ravens in the last second play, also. Steelers beat the Seahawks too in overtime in week six, 23-20. Right. The Giants got a win against New Orleans. It's a lot of parity in the league, man. There really is. I mean, that you know, the records are, are are showing that also. There's not really a lot of higher upper echelon teams. No. You know, it usually not. be, you know, you had teams that were, you know, you had the, the best teams and then you had the worst teams, you know, and everybody else, yep. you know. This 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 season has been kind of up in the air. You know, the really, really, really bad teams were really, really bad. Yeah. It just so it just so happened that the Eagles Played a bunch uh, kinda, of them, yeah, and they, yeah. and they climbed their way out of being one of them, right? You know what I mean? I mean, that, and that's a that's a point too, man. You know, a lot of people are talking about. I mean, are we really a playoff team? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, you know, I'm I'm just you play who you play, right? We, I mean, we got our ass kicked the first half of the season. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, so, they're a know, playoff team. Yeah, that's why we were bad. Now that we're playing teams that were along the same lines as us. We're beating them teams. That I mean, means the, we're better than they are. Yeah, the, the crazy thing is, you know, they could win 10 games. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I, I had them at like games. six or seven. You know, I had them right at 10. You're, I mean, I you're at, at nine. nine. You're at I nine. Had them at nine, yeah. 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 Which is pretty good to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's still pretty good. Yeah, your Raider, Raiders Colts is in here. 23-20, week 17. Yep. yep. Raiders are involved in a lot of these games. So are the Vikings. Good and bad. The Vikings have had a really crazy season. Uh, Denver probably has a couple in there also, too. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah, I wouldn't they, think that I wouldn't think the Tampa Bay would have a lot of them, but we just thought saw two of them, right? Yeah, they're in there, I think, twice. Um what would you think about this? Because I just thought of like, you know, if Jonathan Gannon did get a job. As a no, let's not Michigan, but I'm saying let's get let's just say an NFL team hires him. Mm-hmm. What kind of a defensive coordinator would you want coming in here? Think about that for a few seconds, and uh, we'll be back in three minutes uh, with the final half hour of the middle here on a Wednesday, right here on Jacob Media YouTube channel. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Good day, everyone. It's Joe Krause from the Jacob Media Network here at Neck of the Woods. Uh, so excited to introduce Krause's Coat Check, a cold IPA. It's just an incredible thing. I'm in my 18th year of Krause's Coats and with Brian's help and uh, Frank coming together here at Neck of the Woods. Krause's Coat Check, a cold IPA, was born on this day 
We'll celebrate it on January 11th, and everyone is invited to enjoy or to meet and experience the entire Jacob Media team, and also experience Krause's Kochek, a cold IPA. Gentlemen, a toast, I think, to you for producing Krause's Kochek here at Neck of the Woods. Cheers. Cheers. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. into the middle final half hour of the show on a Wednesday and uh, I asked you a question uh, before we went to break about if let's just say for the sake of argument that Jonathan Gannon uh, did get some interviews for a head coaching position and somebody hired him Mm -hmm. and Nick Sirianni would now have to find another defensive coordinator do you think would you like to see him go the veteran guy route like the old salty kind of guy or promote from within or find some young buck again somewhere else, whether he's like a linebackers coach somewhere else in the league or some dude from college to come in and fill that spot. I want an old salty veteran. All right. I have, not, okay. Go ahead. Give me your I have name. The perfect one. All right. Mike Zimmer. Ah, yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, I cannot believe it. I can't believe it. You are thinking exactly what I'm thinking. Oh, oh you were thinking that too? Oh, yes. I was just envisioning that old son of a bitch on the sideline, his red face and his glasses down to here with his chart. Right, right, right. Oh, dude, I'd love that. Are you kidding me? He would, just tell, he would tell Nick, Nick, just stay down there. Exactly I got right. down here yeah. taken care of. Yeah. You know what I you mean? stay over there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I See? got this. Right. <laughs> and you're even wearing the purple and yellow of the Vikings right, right now. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, but man, I, I cannot exactly believe it. I would have. I swear to God uh, that, that 
you and I did not communicate about that. That's exactly we did. All right. I, I didn't text you and say, hey, I like Zimmer or I'm hoping you're on you're you're with down with Zimmer. But for I'm, some I think he's gonna get fired. Oh, he is gonna get yeah, fired. Gonna get that's fired. why I, and, and and I I that's exactly I would right. In fact, I would tell Gannon, um, well, uh we, we're going in a different direction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just fire him. He didn't have to right. go to a he wouldn't have to go to a another team. You know what I'm saying? He wouldn't have to be pulled away as a head coach or anything else. Oh yeah, I just fire him and hire just fire him. (laughs) Right? Wow. You know, we'll we'll pay the rest of that and um, you know, bring in Zimmer in. Okay. We instant credibility there because number one, he's gonna bring in linebacker. Right. He's gonna invest in linebackers. Mm -hmm. Number two, you don't have to worry about him on his side of the ball. That means that you can have your head coach slash offensive coordinator slash you know calling plays. Right to stay on one side of the field and we're good. Uh huh. You know what I mean. And right. that's what you need. Right. You know that's why Doug has some experience and that's why Doug did so well because Schwartz would handle everything on his side of the ball. He wouldn't have to go. He wouldn't even have to go into the to, to the meeting rooms or anything. Right. He just go there and talk to Zimmer. Zim, what's going on, man? Mike, we good? He'll say we good and we'll go from there. Right. See, I like the idea that like he would want a linebacker in here. So that that's exactly. what I was thinking as well. Exactly. Uh, now, Marianne Johnson brings up another aspect of the Zimmer situation. She says uh, we'll get to see his woman sitting in them luxury seats. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Very good point. All right. See, that because once want to go to a game, then, huh? <laughs> right. Like he's got that young. Uh, young uh, girlfriend uh but he's a football coach like he's not gonna just retire i don't think no, at this point no, and, uh-uh. and go off into the sunset uh with the lovely blonde i think he's still you know he's gonna coach he's kind of gonna coach till he's like 80 yep, yep. you know yeah well, why me why me? when you're coaching man and, and you're at the level is, uh, that he's at he's just doing it because he has nothing else to do he wants to, he didn't want to do anything else he wanted to go fishing Right, he's got the hot girlfriend at home. Probably he's doesn't golf. About anything. He probably yeah. doesn't golf. Yeah, there right. she is. Right, <laughs> there she is. Yeah, and look at him, man. Yeah, look at him. Must like, be the money. Right, right, right. <laughs> he's got them glasses down on on his nose, a little further down. Like, right, yeah. he would look good at Eagles Green, wouldn't he? Oh, I would totally. <laughs> I'm totally down with that. So somebody I can't needs, believe you right, think of the same thing. We man. need to get a campaign going. Like we we got to start. Uh, we got to find a way to start a groundswell of interest in Jonathan right. Gannon throughout the league. Like right. somebody's got to get something to Schefter and have him put out a tweet. <laughs> <laughs> one of one of the hot names I'm here. Right, right. Jonathan right. Gannon. Reports oh, coming from the middle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> oh, shit. That's too good. That is too good. All right, now, I don't know. Did you see this? I find all this stuff, Barrett. Um, <laughs> a reality star who made 38,000 pounds a week. So pounds, she's over in England. Selling farts in a jar. Stop, man, stop. Swear. This is not fake news. Stop, man, stop. This is not fake news. This girl's hot. All right. But still, though, she was a former 90 day fiance star. That was a you know, one of those tel- reality TV shows. Right, right. Uh, made 38,000 pounds a week 
from selling her farts in a jar. It was been revealed that she was just rushed to the hospital. What? All right, I'm looking at this on Twitter. We got a couple of very nice pictures of the young lady. And uh, uh, so I scrolled down. I'm like very, you know, I'm like, this seems like a strange way to make a living. But hey, who am I to, who am I to judge? Um, she utilized her 260,000 strong following on, on social media as her custom, customer base to sell her pungent product, which she retailed at a princely $1,000 a jar. So 756 pounds you'd have to pay for one jar of this wind. What? Yeah. At one point, the demand was so high for Stephanie's wind that she was producing up to 50 jars worth of farts a week. So now that leads you to thinking about her diet, right? Right. Like, what is this this girl who's, she's very attractive. Uh, She may have (laughs) squeezed, she may have squeezed out one too many as the reality star had to make a hospital dash. She told the jam press, quote, I thought I was having a stroke and that these were my final moments. I was overdoing it, end quote. (laughs) She was over farting. She was overdoing it. I mean, this has got to be kind of a job, you know what I mean? You you got to feed the furnace, you know? (laughs) She recalled how she consumed three protein shakes and a huge bowl of black bean soup one day before feeling that, quote, something was not right. With a pressure in her stomach that removed that moved upwards throughout her body, she says it was quite hard to breathe. And every time I tried to breathe, I'd feel like a pinching sensation around me heart, she explained. And that, of course, made me anxiety escalate. Right. So she says, I thought I was experiencing a heart attack. Stephanie arrived at the hospital later that evening, but didn't tell the doctors about her unique career option, only the changes made to her diet. She says it made clear that I was experiencing wasn't a stroke or a heart attack, but very intense gas pains. (laughs) So, I mean, what do you got to do? You got to tell the hospital people, go get a bunch of mason jars, dude. I got got a product here. We can't waste this. <laughs> uh, we can't waste this. Oh, my God. You, you cost me, Doc. You cost right. me. <laughs> she says, I was advised to change my diet and take a gas suppressant medication, which was effectively has it ended my business. <laughs> wow. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. You can't make, you can't make this up. Stephanie's now retired, retired from selling her farts in a jar. No, 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 hold on. The whole time I'm thinking of Harry Potter farting while you're reading the article, bro. <laughs> of who? Harry Potter. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, I, I'm gonna send. I want to send Xander a picture because you gotta, you know, you gotta put a face to a name here. And, right. Uh, her name's Stephanie Mato. So I guess I'll send this to uh, Xander and see if he could pop this up there. 
Polo Sammy Rose says <laughs> the Brits are lying. <laughs> the what? The Brits are lying. Lying? Well, you're not lying. buying it. <laughs> oh my goodness! I mean that you know that that kind of story gets my attention. I couldn't wait to read that story, bro. That's amazing, man. Yeah, that is. Amazing. I mean, you think about it. You know, you're. All right, there's 90 day. I just sent uh, Xander one from Twitter, which has her in a nice uh, green. Yeah, that one in the lower right, the green. She looks very good in green. You see her there on the left? Yeah, 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 she's, yeah. She's hot, man. Oh, think goodness. about that. That that woman farted in a jar for money. Bro, when does that become a thing? I when don't know. I, ne- I didn't know it was a thing. Me neither. Yeah. When does this become a thing? Like, I, <laughs> you know, what you, this is what you get from the middle. You get bear <laughs> right. meat stew, right? And you get farts and jars from 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 celebrity uh uh shows, reality TV reality. star. There, there's the picture I was talking about. And she's holding the jar. <laughs> she's got the jar, dude. I'm telling you, it's product placement. You know, maybe she could have sold these with Aton on QVC. <laughs> Can you imagine Aton peddling that on QVC? <laughs> Like two in the morning on a Saturday. I just want to know how many uses do you get out the jar? I think it's one and done, man. I think that's it. You know, I don't know. Yo, that's. I don't think that has the staying power of like cologne or perfume. You know. (laughs) I want to know how she figured out this was a thing. I I can see like you know fetish. You know what I'm saying? Maybe a foot fetish or something. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Yeah, like selling like their old selling like their old uh, sandals or shoes or something. Yeah, yeah. East Side Monster said Harry's reading this like a Christmas story to his kids. Right now, I thought he was reading like he was reading a Harry, a Harry Potter book. You know what oh. I'm saying? Yeah. Wow. Oh, that was, that was pretty good. Pretty, I thought that was pretty funny. Oh, no question about that. That made yeah. my day. I don't know where we go from here. I guess <laughs> somehow we got to get it, we got to get it back to the Eagles. Somehow, right, right. Got to get it back to football. But look, look, the, the mad hater, <laughs> the mad hater. You said it's, it's a great Christmas gift. <laughs> Harry, that's what I want for Christmas next year. <laughs> Dude, that was expensive. I mean, think of, uh, 756 pounds converts to $1,000, apparently. Wow. Jesus. Wow. I like, know. I, you know, I mean, 90 Day Fiance, it's not like it's the... What's the biggest reality TV show going? Right now? Mm. Or maybe uh, of all time. Like, what's the biggest reality show of all time? I never was a big reality TV fan, so I wouldn't even know. Is it the Kardashians? More than likely, yeah. Like, like if Kim Kardashian started to break wind in a jar, like, I could see them doing that. I could definitely see And charging $1,000 or more for it. Bro, her little sister starts selling makeup and is now a billionaire. She's a billionaire, yeah. Yeah, yeah, a billionaire. yeah. 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 I'm like, wow, come on, man. I mean, you know, the Kardashians, man. That's that's keeping I, I, up with the Kardashians, I guess is the name. Right, of the show. right. Yeah. How is that, man? I mean, they got it's nothing but trouble. It's nothing but heartache in that family. And they're still, you yeah. know, they're making all this money. I know. You know, it, it's it's crazy, man. Well, you know, what's worse is yesterday around, I want to say 435, maybe 530. There was nothing on TV, and it was kind of just like, I don't know, nothing to do. So I had a spare 20 minutes, and I'm flipping around. And I see on the Bravo channel, 
they got one of these reruns of one of these Real Housewives of New Jersey. So I flipped it on. And uh, one of my colleagues, Sid Rosenberg, swears by these shows. He watches them all. He knows a lot of the women that are in the show and thinks it's the greatest thing. I tuned in for five minutes. I couldn't reach the remote fast enough <laughs> to get rid of the show. Okay. I don't get it. I don't get it. But they're very popular. And these women are making a lot of money. Right, right. You know, and a lot of money. Just like getting in fights and stuff. You know, look at back, the housewives. Backstabbing one another. You know? Yeah, look at the housewives of New York. Uh, yeah, housewives of Atlanta. Well, yeah, there's like 10 different franchises right, probably right. by now. Cal yeah. California. Yeah, the Beverly Hills and Orange yep. County and all that stuff. Yeah, Miami, I think, has one. Wow. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. You um, ever watch yeah. that stuff? Does does the uh, the boss lady go there? Uh, even if she did, I couldn't. I'd have to leave the room, bro. Yeah. You know the the only reality show that I'll watch is uh 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 Need to Drive or or the F one series. That's the only yeah. one I watch, man. That, I, I watch that. Right. That that's that's the that's the best that I can I can get to. Yeah. Now Jeremiah Butler says, "Oh my God, Harry, please never let me get that board." <laughs> <laughs> This is what happens when it gets dark at 4.30 and it's like 20 degrees out. Okay? That is crazy, man. Yeah, that's part of the problem. You know, the uh, only reality show that I watch is uh, is Bitchin' Rides. Bitchin' Rides. <laughs> yeah, Bitchin' Rides. That's the only one that I watch, man. Now, what network is that on? Of course it's on Motor Trend, man. All right. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't even know Motor Trend was a network. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, 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 it used to be Speed Vision. Oh, okay. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, I've seen so, that. Uh, Bitch and Rides is like a show where they build these cars. And, uh, you know, the only thing that I really watch is, you know, that's that's the closest thing that I get to it because reality TV. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, it is. It's, I, I, I enjoy watching that, man. You know, now, it's pretty funny. John Dickerson uh, has an idea that I would watch this show. The Real Housewives of Delco. <laughs> that I would watch because I bet I know half of them. I would definitely be in for that. I might the be able to get, I might be able to get myself on a couple episodes of that show. <laughs> oh man, that would be wild, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right, here's the other thing that happened today before the show is I signed up for the ESPN Plus um, subscription uh -huh. so I could get the all the college basketball games, like Temple games, are all now on ESPN Plus. Most of them, they're not even on regular TV anymore. So I got that, and it also gives you all the PGA Tour live for the entire year for just six ninety five a month. So I mm -hmm. thought, man, it's too cheap to pass up. So I sign up on the computer. I took the yearly option for like sixty nine ninety nine, just all at once. Boom. Done. And with I, yeah, I'm done with year. it. So I'm in on the computer now. I try to go to my television right and get the app on the television so I can watch it on my seventy five inch screen. Right. 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 So I pull it up and says, uh, sign in to ESPN. So I hit that. It's asking me for my email. So I put that in, click the you know, continue button, and a screen comes up that tells me, is asking me to start an account with ESPN. I'm like, I already have You've a already done that. account. Yeah. I already have an account. I've already paid. Right. So it kept me in this loop. 
where I could never get into like the app on my television. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. Uh-huh. I'd be pissed. I am pissed. <laughs> so what did you do now? What do you what, I don't know. Do I don't know what to do. I'm wondering if anybody else has else has had this problem. No, I oh, did not tough, get the Hulu bro. with it. I don't care about the Hulu or the Disney Plus. I couldn't give a shit. Oh, well, hold on, East Side Monster. Come on, man. My what? 500 pound <laughs> farts in jars. <laughs> My 500 pound life farts in a jar. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> did, all right. Did, did you ever watch one of those shows like that? My 500 pound, 600 pound life or whatever? No, I, mean, I don't want to. It, it, I, I, they have a commercial that grows on all the time of these two sisters. Uh huh. And this, I, and these two sisters wear like thousand pounds between the two of them. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I got nothing. But for no. That. But then I saw this. I was saw, a couple years back. There was this. Um, there was this little girl. And she was a. Um, she was a. Um, like one of those. Uh, you know, little girls that do the do the uh, the shows. You know the. The um, you know um, she's like a, I don't know what you would call it. You know, they're it's a, little girls have pageants. Oh, well, I yeah. found myself. I, I they're beauty pageants. These little girls mm-hmm. doing these for like ten year olds. Yeah, yeah. So I'm um, you know, changing the channel, and I stopped on it, and I was seeing like the little girls didn't care at all what was going on, but the mm-hmm. mothers are like, no, it, 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 I wasn't watching the show. I was watching a, a detective show. Okay. And this mother, they started um like murdering the you know the the the, the kids, man, and and the and the and the, and the and the mothers and stuff like that. They got so competitive. They were they killing started, the kids in the pageant. Killing the kids and the mothers. Oh my god. Yeah, like it yeah. was like three murders. You know what I'm saying? And this is real. Yes, yes. Jeez. And this beauty pageant, it got that competitive. Oh my god! Yeah, see, that's yes. that's the that's like trash TV. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm it's like, like uh, John Dickerson get... says, "Honey Boo Boo." Remember that one? I, I remember seeing stuff on that too. Well, the only stuff I'd see on that was when I'd watch like E Network, like for their because they all cover all that crap. Like I can, I never would watch that show. Ever. I, I, me neither. Like Honey Boo Boo is why I don't go to Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I don't what, what, is, what is what does Honey Boo have to do with Walmart? Well, Honey, she's probably there. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to correlate the two, man, but she's you can find there. anything at Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. Well, I was trying not to correlate it, but you just brought me on. <laughs> You're you allowed pro- to see anything at Walmart, bro. You could probably you'll probably be able to buy farts in a jar in Walmart pretty soon. <laughs> Bro, you can go to Walmart and get you a car battery, and then you can turn right back around and go buy your head of lettuce. Exactly. <laughs> you can buy anything at Walmart. Bro. Exactly. Anything. It's like man. that at Target, too, isn't it? Kind of. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, man, they do that, man. You, you can get anything from Walmart. I'm like, come on. I mean, what can't you buy at Walmart, bro? Yeah. You probably buy a car at Walmart <laughs> now. You yeah, know you I'm probably saying? could. You probably oh, could. Oh, my goodness. All right, uh, is there? A, did you ever watch the Sons of Anarchy show? I watched a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I kind of figured you might kind of yeah. like that show. I mean, motorcycle the bikers dudes. and more. You know, bikers, yeah. and motorcycles, and yeah. yeah, I love all that stuff, man. Yeah, love all that stuff. 
that stuff is weird too, man. I I was watching this um one of those detective stories um on the biker gangs, the Hell's mm-hmm. Angels and the Five Percenters and all that's the one percenters. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, man, that stuff is real, man. It is. Oh yeah. You know, just like the mafia. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They're along the same lines as the mafia, man. Yeah, I used to know one of them. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, back when I had my my bike. Dude, yeah. I, I I still ride with a couple to this day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I've, I've been down to um, Daytona Beach a couple times. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know what I'm saying? It, it was it was it was wild, man. Now, were they wearing their colors or Everything. not? Everything. Yes. Oh, they yeah, they were? Colors, okay. Yeah. They were wearing their colors, man. You could see the distinct um, separation inside the bars. You mm-hmm. know, nobody went over here. Everybody stayed where they were supposed to stay. Right. It was calm and collected. But uh, I was sitting with my boy, and he got up. He said, hey. We gotta go. Mm-hmm. Like, no, we haven't, bro. We gotta go. Yep. I said, all right, let's go. We left out, jumped on our bikes, rode down the street, mm-hmm. and as we were coming back up the street, there was a fight. all hell that broke out in there, man. Pow, yeah. pow, pow, shooting and everything. Uh huh. I'm like, yo, I'm glad we left, man. Now, how did he know? What did he see? I asked or him here. that. Yeah, I asked him that. I said, you see that? You know, he says, you see that prick over there? He is tripping right now. He keeps on talking to um, um, this girl, and he knows this girl is over on the other side. He knows uh-huh. it. He said, "Yo, it's time to go, man." Yep. So anytime you got booze, women, yep. and gangs together, oh yeah, you can't let that mix. He bro. ain't got nothing but it. trouble, <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? He said he keeps on talking to her. He keeps on calling her over, and like a dumbass, she keeps coming over. Right. I'm like, see, South Central like, yeah. and Long Beach, you got nothing but trouble, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing but a G. That's exactly right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. man. I'll tell you what. Oh, Oh. Khalid, what's up, bro? Who? One of my frat brothers on here. Oh, yeah? Yep. Which which guy? Hold on. Khalid. Khalid? Yeah. He's up a little further. Let me see. Hold on. Where? Oh, yeah. Khalid Brandon. Root to the bros. Oh, there yeah. You go, there team. you go. Oh, there's my captain right here. T Fortuna. Street Outlaws. I love Street Outlaws. I watch that all the time. That's probably that's probably the closest thing that you can get to a um a reality show, Street Outlaws. Uh-huh. Now, the different cities come in and race different um cities. You come into like Oklahoma race Texas, and Texas is a race, Tennessee, you know, those are like you mm-hmm. know, North Carolina. Well, hey, I actually um, at, give you an update on my car. I got a um, I got a supercharger, right? Uh, well, a pro charge. I got a pro charger for it, and uh, I'm putting a pro charger in my Dodge Magnum. Even though my Dodge Magnum is all wheel drive, man, this thing's gonna run. It's already uh, 385 horsepower. This this um, this pro charge I'm putting in probably gonna give me around eight to nine boost. I'll probably bring it down. I'll probably want to go eight to nine boost. I'm gonna probably bring it down to like seven. Um, buy a um, a smaller is uh, a um, smaller pulley on it, but it'll probably make about 150 to 200 more horsepower. Wow! Yeah, so you know it's, it's going to be able to run. You know, I want to be able to at least compete. Oh yes, yeah. so you're going you know, to go street racing. No, uh-uh. no. I just want to. I just want to look cool, bro. Oh, okay. Just look the part, man. Just look the part. I don't go fast. I just want to look the part. Yeah, the I want to be able to raise my there? hood. Yeah, the switches in there and stuff. No, 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 no knives that? and all that stuff. Oh, no. hell no, bro. No. I, and I'm not even gonna drive this car fast. Like, if I got to get to the airport, I want to be able to get there. Okay, fast. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's the extent of it. I'm not racing nowhere. I go to races, but I don't race. 
Mm. It's like my motorcycle. My, I got a Hayabusa. Right. It's stretched out like nine foot long. Got a 330 rear on the back of it. Got NOS on it. That NOS tank has never been filled. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's, 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 it's built to do well, it. Well, like a nitrous tank or something? Yeah, a nitrous yeah, yeah. tank. Yeah. I don't do it. Nice. I buy this stuff to go slow. <laughs> and that's the extent of what I do, bro. All right, I'm not man. trying to go fast. I look the part, but I'm not the part. I'm not that guy. You're more of a cruiser. I have to be, man. Right. I have to be. Yeah, I appreciate that. You know, some of my guys, you know, they you know, they just do stupid. One time I'm riding with this guy, man. It's my boy too. And you know, Jerome. And he's racing this guy, he has a little hawk, a Honda Hawk. And there's no he, my boy has a booster stretched out and everything. And he's racing this dude in Philly from street to street, down on fourth street. So we're going on fifth street to go over the bridge and he hits it. And when he hits it, the back end spins out and it comes around and it makes some parallel and boom. And it hit like the boom and it flipped in the air. Oh my God. He fell off the bike and the bike is still flipping in the air. Holy crap. And he's sliding as the bike is going. And I promise you, it was leather on. Yeah. Yeah. But it's his, his, the bike hit tire hit one foot from his head. Oh. I was back in the air. He went past the bike, and then the bike fell in back of him three feet from um his body. Wow. Talk about yeah. lucky. Like, dude, yeah. you, you shouldn't even be alive right now. Jesus. So I don't I don't round drive fast, man. I just look yeah. at it, bro. I don't, I'm Good. not trying to do it, man. <laughs> Good. All right, man. We'll be back tomorrow at 11 o'clock. Uh, stay tuned for a Big Sills today, 4 o'clock, and Birds 365 tomorrow morning. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Good day, everyone. It's Joe Krause from the Jacob Media Network here at Neck of the Woods. Uh, so excited to introduce Krause's Coke Check. A cold IPA. It's just an incredible thing. I'm in my 18th year of Krause's Coats and with Brian's help and uh, Frank coming together here at Neck of the Woods. Krause's Coat Check, a cold IPA, was born on this day. We'll celebrate it on January 11th and everyone is invited to enjoy or to meet and experience the entire Jacob Media team. And also, experience Krause's Coachette, a cold IPA. Gentlemen, a toast, I think, to you for producing Krause's Coachette here at Neck of the Woods. Cheers. Cheers.
At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.